Yes, this is cyber war. This is a war of treason and we cannot allow it. We must not allow it because it will take America in a direction, in an evil direction that we don't want to go. It will sink the Republic, that's for sure. General McInerney I, and I are sticking with, uh, with the president 100% on this and over 250 general officers and admirals have signed the letter supporting the president. Well, evidently, sir, there's over several hundred indictments that are sealed right now. And if we have to go to martial law to save the, the Republic, then uh, those people will be arrested immediately and they will go before a military tribunal for treason. Uh, and that's already, uh, that's part of an optional plan uh, that the president has if he has to go that route. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have General Paul Valerie coming to the program, and we're going to talk about this coup, this election coup, this war, cyber war that we are in, and what it means and how important it is that Trump does not concede and that he does not leave office, how dangerous it is if Biden gets into office. He also talks about the Chinese troops that are in Canada and in Panama. There's 100,000 Chinese troops in Panada, in Panama, and also there are many troops in Canada. And what that means if Biden gets into office and how important it is that, you know, it's how important it is to our republic to save our republic that this election isn't allowed to be stolen. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the dangers that we're in and what he believes is happening. And before we get into the interview, I want to talk to you about if you're looking for a last minute gift or if you just want to get it for yourself, it's only $14.99 for the bundle, the movie and the book bundle of Finding Courage. And that's with my discount of 25%, which you can get at my shop. And the movie Finding Courage is about a family that dared to be free. They were in China. And it gives you a good look as to what people in communist China are dealing with that want to be free. And then there's also the 330-page book that shares with you interviews with over two dozen former and current Chinese party officials, Communist Party officials. And it, just to wrap your head around how different and, and how tyrannical and how they operate in that country. And it's a really good look at the Chinese government. It's so perfect for right now as far as people understanding what we are up against. And it's not, I don't, I don't buy it's just all China. I know there's a deep state. I know China's involved, but I also know there's a globalist behind China. And China is a tool for the globalists. And China is also a willing accomplice. And they like the way China is set up. And so it, it's easier to convince people that we need to fight this if it's just China versus this nebulous globalist idea. But looking at China is a really good idea of what we're up against because they want to instill a communist technocracy. And China is 
that. It's a tyrannical, top-down manage. You are not going to be free. Your every ounce and every detail of your life is what they want to manage. And you get a taste of it in some of these tyrannical states that are run by governors, you know, in New York, in uh, California, in Michigan. I mean, these people are crazy. They're nuts. And that's what they're trying to do here. We are in danger. And we have a landslide victory from Trump and over 80 million people voted for him. The vast majority of Americans want to keep Trump in office. So they are treasonous. They're going, they're lying, they're cheating. They're going against the will of the American people. And we cannot let that stand. And so that's what I'm going to talk to General Valley about. And because it's such an important concept, you can get that book and help others understand what it is that we're facing. Again, it's at sarahwestall.com under shop, finding courage. It's a great last minute gift as well because it's digital. So you can, you can send it to somebody over email or you can print out a page and then they can read it and have it. And you don't have to run to the store. You can get it at the last minute and you'll have a great gift. And one last thing before we get into it, because the censorship is so bad, please remember to sign up for my newsletter and you can go to sarahwestall.com under subscribe and you can sign up for my newsletter. You can sign up for all my other platforms. Also, sarahwestall.tv. I now have over, I have 14 exclusive videos up there just in the last five weeks or six weeks since I started being up there. So I've regularly putting exclusives up there for people. And so remember, you can sign up for that. My patrons also get that. But many people were deleted off Patreon, and I'm just really worried. I can't afford to lose that income. And so sarahwestall.tv is, is a backdrop for me to be able to handle that if anything happens to Patreon. So please remember to subscribe to all my other platforms. So let's get into this interview now with General Paul Valerie. Hi, General Valerie. Thank you so much for joining the program. Hi, Sarah. Happy to be with you, and thank you for the kind invitation. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Um, I want to talk about Trump, the campaign, and also I want to talk about China and what we're seeing. Um, let's talk about the campaign starting. Uh, it's really obvious that there was a coup. I mean, anybody who doesn't understand that now, I, I think, is um, not paying attention where do you think this stands? Because it seems that every turn has been in the courts has been, has been, I'm just worried that everything is compromised. Where are we heading here, do you think? Well, there's everything compromised except President Trump. <laughs> well, let me draw a timeline for you. Uh, here we are, uh, let's see, today is the 23rd of December, 2020. Two days before Christmas. If you draw a timeline, Sarah, from today to January the 6th, okay, on that date, the electoral votes will be presented in the halls of Congress uh, for approval. Um, on that date, um, one senator, one congressman can basically challenge the electoral college votes. If that occurs, then according to the Constitution, it goes into debate. And it looks like the debate could go for 12 days until, Janu until uh, January the 6th. I'm sorry, January the 18th. Now on the 18th then, uh, some, a decision will have to be made uh, 
to go forward uh, with uh, with the vote and approval. Uh, but if it's not, if it is rejected, then there'll be no inauguration on January the 20th, as far as my understanding. I'm not a constitutional expert, uh, but I do read a lot about it. So this timeline is very important. But when you look at the, uh, you look at President Biden, he's, he's obviously uh, mentally diminished. There, there's something mentally wrong with the gentleman. You can tell by his actions, his talk, and so on. So that places the country in a very bad position if Biden would become president. Now, if he's diminished and can't perform, then you got to turn it over to the vice president, Kamala Harris. She's a totally incompetent person, not prepared at all uh, for that uh, office of uh, leading the United States in very troubled times around the world. The threats from China, for example. She would probably acquiesce and side with China, just like uh, Biden would, because he's been compromised because of his son, Hunter, and uh, his uh, activities and actions uh, with the Chinese Communist Party. And I say the Chinese Communist Party because they control everything. They control the People's Liberation Army, uh, the armed forces. They control almost every uh, uh, giant uh, uh, organization, corporation. They, they basically run the economy with their handpicked people. Uh, and out of 1.4 billion people in China, there's only about a million and a half that belong to the Chinese Communist Party, but they rule everything in a tyrannical sort of way uh, for certain. So we have the threats of China. We have China that obviously got involved uh, uh, in our elections uh, with uh, Dominion computers, uh, D Dominion voting machines. Um, we know that... Uh, there was, uh, by fact and by evidence, and Sidney Powell has all of that evidence, uh, of the irregularities, the anomalies in the election uh, throughout the states. Now, we've only really identified six states that are pivotal, but certainly this uh, voter irregularity, uh, the manipulation of the votes uh, could have been done across the board in all the other states. We just don't know. And, of course, there won't be time to do that. Uh, but let's look at some of the... Uh, uh, options out there that President Trump has. President Trump is not going to accept this uh, election uh, because of the fraudulent activities and a silent coup to take Trump out of office. And this had been planned out, of course, since 2016, directly links back to the Obama White House and to the deep state operatives uh, like Comey uh, and the FBI. Uh, we know the uh, Attorney General's, uh, the, the Justice Department has been compromised, uh, and many deep with deep many deep state operatives, uh, and the Defense Department. The biggest mistake Trump made was not uh, vetting more carefully a lot of these people in high political positions, political appointees, and what we call the SES or the Senior Executive Service. And I would have made sure they were all gone. If they were Obama appointees, they should have been gone. But he didn't know. He's rather naive, uh, trusting more people in Washington uh, than he should have. But uh, that's history. Uh, so we know uh, there's been foreign interference in the election. We know the, the Dominion voting machines uh, did, in fact, uh, go online on the Internet. We do know that at uh, midnight, uh, President Trump overwhelmingly won the election. And then between two o'clock in the morning, everything sort of shut down. And then Early in the morning of November 4th, uh, <clears throat> we had this massive 
really large uh, uh, turnaround during the night. Uh, and as uh, many experts have looked into this, it's not mathematically statistical correct that this could even happen. Uh, and then we saw the uh, now over, I'm not sure how many affidavits have been signed, I think well over a thousand from people that were involved in the voting uh, that uh, then under oath they will testify that this was an irregular fraudulent election. Uh, and we've seen some of those individuals, of course, on television uh, being interviewed, uh, a U USPS driver, for example, United uh, Postal Service, and what he went through uh, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, and then we have the uh, state legislatures and we have the governors of many of those blue states. Uh, and by the way, they can be tried for treason if they participated knowingly in a fraudulent election and basically those that signed off and certified the election can be held for treason. And that has been pointed out by, uh, by the law, yeah. At this point, it's so obvious that this election was fixed. And at this point, it would seem that all those governors who are um, trying to cram this down our throats are treason. I mean, they are treasonous because they know this was a fix. It's a takeover. It's basically the end of our republic because nobody will believe an election again. I mean, essentially what it's showing is that this entire, the whole thing's fraud. I mean, you can't trust anything. And why are people gonna go out and vote in numbers after this? But the scary part is, is that Biden, with China being behind this, and I wanna talk about troop buildup in Canada and elsewhere, with Biden being compromised, it looks like he'll just fold to China immediately, and maybe Kamala will as well. The risk of us being taken over by China based this coup, and I believe there's something more behind China as well. I think that there's more to this whole deep state in China. But this, I mean, what? how could we even allow this? This is war that our internal people have committed on ourselves. So, I mean, what... What? Yes, this is cyber war. This yes. is a, a war of treason, and we cannot allow it. We must not allow it because it will take America in a direction, in an evil direction that we don't want to go. It will sink the republic, that's for sure. And that's why uh, General McInerney I, and I are sticking with, uh, with the president 100% on this, and over 250 general officers and admirals have signed a letter supporting the president. Uh, we now have uh, reports coming in of the repositioning of uh, some of the Chinese uh, military forces now uh, that have uh, inserted themselves in, in the Taiwan airspace. And we know from intelligence that once uh, the Chinese Communist Party took over uh, uh, Hong Kong, that the next target will be Taiwan. So you have that out there. So the key things, Sarah, what I'm trying to point out are all these dots, and then you got to connect the dots and see if they're working in unison to change America forever. And I, I challenge anybody to challenge me on connecting the dots the way the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation has done. We have done 12 separate uh, in-depth analysis of the Chinese Communist Party, more than the CIA has ever done. And you can see that on our website, StandUpAmericaUS.org and our China team. I have a very good China team. We also then started Eyes on Canada. We've had four editions out now of what's going on in Canada. Uh, we can go into depth what's surrounding the United States, connect the dots, for example, in the Panama Canal, where there may be well over 100,000 Chinese down there now 
And you know we turned over the canal during President Carter's time. Uh, so you have all of these forces external to the United States as threats. You have the internal threats, some Antifa, Black Lives Matter, uh, blue state governors, uh, uh, blue state mayors, uh, for example, in Portland and Seattle, and uh, that have not enforced the law. They have started this defund the police. So there's so many dots out there, Sarah, that you can connect, but it all comes back to one thing, to move America into socialism and communism with a dictatorial, tyrannical type government. And that's what it is when you have socialism and uh, communism, anybody that has studied history. We cannot permit our country to go that direction. Well, and I think that a lot of these governors, like in Minnesota, where I'm from, the governor has declared himself a dictator. The The legislator, the legislation gets no say in anything. And he's been making rules. He's been making um, laws. He's been doing everything all by himself, one person. And there's a lot of states like that right now. And that's what they have Michigan, planned. Michigan. Well, That's she's a good example. And she's so bad because she is she's a tra traitor because she knows that election was fixed and then she's blocking it and putting in um, somebody who doesn't belong there. She's going against the will of her own people. That's right. Which makes her a traitor. Um, so what do you know, people say? Well, that evidently, Sarah, there's over several hundred indictments that are sealed right now. And if we have to go to martial law to save the, the republic, then uh, those people will be arrested immediately and they will go before a military tribunal for treason. Uh, and that's already, uh, that's part of an optional plan uh, that the president has if he has to go that route. And the use of military forces, if he invokes the Insurrectionist Act, he can use armed forces to quell a civil uprising or disturbance along with federalizing the National Guard. Those are other points you have to connect also uh, on the other side of things when, when you look at the total picture. And I tend to look and then drill on down to see what's happening uh, at the lower levels. Even within the Department of Defense, we do a very extensive uh, analysis of uh, our preparedness, for example, to meet the threats uh, in the future, say from China, Russia, or anybody, or Iran, or anybody else. Well, so now if it looks like the president wants to do, let the process play out and try to do this in a way that is within the Constitution or with, it's, this is still within, everything he's right. doing would be in, within the Constitution, but he wants to do it like a peaceful public way. But at what point is it that he, you know, uh, I mean, we have all these traitors. I mean, at what point can he just say, well, hell with this, let's just do are they afraid to do martial law because it'll make him look like a dictator and it'll put the wrong impression in people's eyes? I mean, at what point is it? Well, of course, the, the people opposing martial law will be on the Democratic side and the left wing in our universities. They'll stir up uh, whoever's at our universities now because of COVID. But certainly using all of his constitutional rights, even up to martial law, which has been exercised previously in the United States. I have a whole two-page analysis of martial law, but if we go, oh, have to go to martial law to serve the people and to protect the republic. And we may only do, say, martial law in, in six or seven states. It doesn't mean the whole country. Uh, and he can do that, and he can also use the uh, active military to quell any civil uprising or distribution. And believe me, if we put our military in, 
Antifa will last about 30 minutes. Okay. I, I agree because I was in Minneapolis. I saw, I saw that and it was, it was scary, but at the same time, it was really, um, we were, I was very thankful that it happened. You know, after four days of rioting and looting, it was very scary in Minneapolis. And then when they shut it down within like a, it, it was like a half an hour, right? I mean, but the way that they came in to shut it down was kind of scary. But at the same point, it was necessary. Absolutely necessary. And as I say, if we have to go that route, we have to do it to the Republic, but we'll be protecting American people. We'll be protecting American businesses. We'll, un, we'll lift this blanket across America because of COVID. We'll open up uh, the schools. We'll open up uh, the um, and so this could be a very good thing for America. Not be afraid of it. Yes, there's going to be civil unrest, insurrectionists, but this is the process for you, a country has to go through to safety. <clears throat> and as I learned at West Point, we must choose the harder right rather than the easier wrong. And even you see the rhinos, the Republicans. Oh, he wants they want the president to concede. Uh, they want to choose the easier wrong standing up and fighting and uh the republicans don't fight very well the democrats do know how to fight uh the chinese communist party they know how to fight uh they've done uh, go back to chinese communist party they're very well organized uh they know what they've been doing they knew the plan to spread COVID around, around the world and they did that and now uh with the threatening military threats that are going on uh, they are very smart, very clever. We're not so much. We should have been on top of this a long time ago. If it wasn't for President Trump, we wouldn't even know technology that China stole from us. Their uh, intervention there in the sister cities where you have a city in China, a city in the United States, <coughs> also looking like a friendly uh, man. Uh, you look at the Confucius centers on our universities. Uh, and so they've infiltrated America, Wall Street. Look at the amount of Chinese companies that are trading on Wall Street. And they didn't have the same financial requirements that our companies have as far as the, uh, uh, the SEC is concerned. So again, these are more dots that you have to connect. But we're in deep trouble right now. And we're in deep trouble for the next three weeks if we don't turn the country around, stand up and be Americans and patriots. That's the way it is. Well, I see it as even deeper than this. I mean, they're using COVID and they're just destroying small businesses. And to me, I think it's it's a lie, essentially. Let's just protect. That's them. criminal. Yeah, let's protect the, the ones who are the most vulnerable. Make sure we have the therapeutics available, which they're not doing. But But the other thing that I get worried about is the reset that is very vocal. People like Justin Trudeau and Klaus Schwab. And other leaders around the world are talking about this reset. And the central bankers are talking about going around governments and um, declaring right. budgets for these governments. It feels like the Chinese is a tool for that whole system. Well, the Chinese have them wrapped around their finger. Justin Trudeau, for example, Macron. Uh, you look at, uh, uh, what's her name in Germany? Uh, uh, Merkel. I'm trying to think of her name. Uh, Merkel. Angela. Merkel. Angela yeah. Merkel. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Chinese have been very clever in, in infiltrating all of those uh, countries as well. Uh, but uh, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, but we're at a precipice. 
We don't need to go over the cliff in this country. President Trump had this economy humming. More, more blacks were, were employed, more uh, Latinos were employed, businesses were thriving, and then COVID-19 turned us all around within what? 12 months. This whole country turned in 12 months to where we are right now. And it's all based on these Democrat governors that, and these, these uh, the, the um, high-tech companies that are, are the um, social media and the censorship. I mean, I'm really censored. All of us are really censored. And they're cramming us down our throat to destroy ourselves. It's like they're, they want us to destroy ourselves. And that's the censorship that we're even, Donald, Ooh. President Trump's hearing in front of his lawyers in front of the Senate was removed off YouTube. It was censored. I mean, it's absolutely absurd. So they are traitors as well. How did we get into such a situation where our high-tech companies are American? They started here. I don't even know if they're American anymore. They're probably headquarters elsewhere. That they're all so they're so infiltrated and they're they're anti-United States. Well, they they buttered their bread by cheap labor. Uh, Apple computer, for example, um, going into China. Uh, uh, for the cheap labor they could provide. And, uh, you know, uh, they hoodwinked everybody. And, of course, many of these corporate leads, they're not American first people. Some of these people on Wall Street, many of them supported Biden right now in this election. Uh, they believed in capitalism. How, you, how can you believe in Biden and Kamala Harris moving to the left to socialism and, uh, and communism? I mean, they're playing both sides against the middle. How many corporate leaders are standing up now in these cities like Portland and Seattle, uh, standing up against these mayors and governors? I haven't heard of one of them, other than Mike the Pillow guy. Well, exactly. <laughs> you know, they're, he's they're, one guy that is stood tall. Yeah, they're not. They're all a bunch of cowards. I think they're all a bunch of cowards. Mitch, cowards. Mitch McConnell, the head of the Senate, is telling Trump to concede. He is, he, I, I just published an article on my website that he is compromised himself with the Dominion systems. And he is up to his eyeballs in compromise with China. And he's right. out there and he's doing yeah. that. Right. He's a traitor too. And all these guys that are out there who are Republicans, you call them rhinos, I call them traitors and cowards who are siding with, yeah. who are siding with Democrats who are on the far left. I think that I was always in the middle. So I think I have much more in common with a lot of the moderate Democrats than I do with the rhino Republicans and these. Yeah, no, far you're right. Yeah. You're right. Exactly right. That's why if we do this, you know, they're calling it the grand reset, the globalists, you know, and they're going to be meeting in Davos, Switzerland, you know, I, I think sometime maybe in January. Um, but that's the, those are the globalists. They're the, the grand reset. Uh, and uh, I think President Trump knows what a reset we need to do uh, to uh, save the republic and, and not turn it over to Biden and his cronies. I mean, look at the uh, people that he's bringing into office. They're old has-beens that were in the Obama administration. Exactly. Very little, uh, very little experience uh, outside of the, the petty government jobs uh, they've been given uh, in, in the administrations. So uh, that's another dot right there. I'm going to put a big uh, screen up here. We're going to put dots all exactly. over the place and connect them. Well, what do you think about the, all these these COVID 
passports and, you know, them wanting to track you, you know, getting a vaccine. I mean, these children shouldn't have a COVID vaccine for crying out loud. I mean, the vaccine has some, um, you know, complications, you know, it has, it has some side effects, whereas the children don't even get anything with COVID. Why would they take a vaccine? Did you get COVID, by the way? Did I, you get COVID? I don't think so. I mean, I'm really healthy, right? I, I did. What did you I get? had COVID. Really? What was I it? I was like? in isolation for seven days in a COVID unit. Horrible. It was a bad. But it was like a bad flu. It was like a bad it was flu. Like a bad flu. I lost my taste for a while, and yep. uh, uh, you know, you just feel uh, fatigued. Uh, but I'm 81 years old. I got through it. Now that doesn't mean others that weren't complicated by pneumonia and other lung diseases. But you know, when you look at one less than one percent of the people died. Uh, I think that's the figure of those who contracted uh, COVID. And uh, but then the ridiculous thing—you see the thing on United Airlines that couple, the two-year-old, were thrown off the flight with her two-year-old yeah, because just... she wouldn't mask. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, come old. on. You know, I mean, these are the things that we never. I mean, this isn't even a pandemic based on the numbers. They. They're making it up because a pandemic isn't, it's too low to be a pandemic. You know, I mean, it's just not statistically what a pandemic is. And they're well, doing that's this. Why, that's why it's been intended, I think. And the lockdown's been intended to lock down and change America. It's all part of their uh, their grand, grandiose plan to change America. But I, you know, I look at the, the small businesses, look at all the restaurants. Food delivery. I mean, uh, it connects everything. If you look at the airlines, look at all the effects of the airlines, uh, yes. from travel agents on down to hotels to uh, whatever is involved in the travel business. Uh, and then you got this quack of a governor in uh, New York, Cuomo. Of course, he's restricting all flights from as of yesterday from the UK. Um, I don't think, how could they be uh, any worse? And, and these guys are wackos. I mean, I they can't just Cuomo. <laughs> they <laughs> He's going to have a happy Christmas. Yeah, look what you've done to all those people. You put in the uh, those uh, centers for the retirement. Exactly. What were the aging centers? What do they call them? The nursing homes. Yeah. They sent the sick retirement to the nursing home. They, they did, all died. Yeah, they did that in Minnesota. Nursing homes, that's what I said. Nursing homes. They did that in Minnesota, too. But it's, you know, other countries... Canada, Canada is shutting down all of. Uh, I just saw it, Calgary. I think uh, some of their big. They're, they're shutting everything. I think, and this is what we talked about before. I think Canada has fallen to the Chinese. I think they're fallen, and and I want to talk about how we're surrounded and what that means and how serious it is, and um, serious. And do you think there could be? Um, Infiltration. Do you think more than just a, a, a soft infiltration? Do you think they could come in with their military? They could absolutely. They could come through Canada, and uh, that's that. But anyway, don't, I wouldn't worry about that because uh, we're watching them very closely right now. We're watching every move China makes. I would think so. Off, particularly uh, in the Pacific Ocean area, Canada, Mexico, United States, and then uh, our allies in the Far East. Everybody should know. We are working with two of the best armies, armed forces in the world, the Japanese and the South Koreans. The South Koreans are top five in the world as far as national defense and armed forces. We still have a division uh, on Okinawa. Uh, we have uh, three aircraft carrier groups out there. One aircraft carrier group of eight to 12 ships has more firepower than 80% of the countries of the world. 
Okay. So we're watching the move on Taiwan right now. We're watching everything that goes on in China 24 hours a day through satellites and other means. So the Americans should feel uh, they're being protected by our military from any kind of an intrusion, occupation, or whatever. And we'll never let them go into Canada. If Canada can't defend themselves, we will. We will not permit that to happen. We will take action. And I can tell you, people in Alberta, just north of me, they want to become a part of the United States. They don't want to become a part or be a part of Canada anymore. I mean, it is really bad what's going up there through Vancouver. They've had uh, these gangs out of Shanghai who are basically money gangs. And they're the ones that are coming in uh, and infiltrating uh, the economic situation. Millions of dollars, maybe billions, going into buying up agricultural farming land in Canada. And when uh, Canada went through that downturn in energy, and particularly in the Calgary, Alberta, uh, many companies went to funk. They went bankrupt. China now has come in and bought them out of natural resources elements. Um, and it's, it's just very serious what's going on up there. Justin Trudeau signed an agreement for the Chinese military to administer the COVID vaccine. I mean, what is that? Yeah, I don't have much on that, but uh, they're, uh, they're uh, intermingling and everything they can uh, do in China. Do you know who Justin uh, Trudeau's father is? Yeah, Pierre Trudeau. No, no, I don't. Mm. No, his mother is Margaret Trudeau. His father, I think, is uh, Castro, right? His biological father from the Canadians is Fidel Castro. Margaret, his mother, had an affair with Fidel over a couple years. And the last affair she had, according to the Canadians, um, she came back and had uh, nine months later, she has Justin. You could go Google the pictures of her returning to Havana with Justin yep, to meet her the biological father. So it has Fidel, it has Margaret, and it has little Justin. And if you look at their pictures, biologically, they're identical. So yeah. there it is. That, uh, yeah, so I've just, heard. Just, just, I, I've just heard that. Has that in his bloodline. I've heard and, that. Uh, That's incredible. Well, but it does seem like he's yeah. he's really compromised. Now, what will happen if Trump doesn't stay in office and Biden comes in office with all these Chinese troops building around? I I don't. I think Biden is already with the globalists and with China. I don't think he's even. Oh no, doubt about it. No, no, there's no doubt about it. And he has to be that way because of Hunter Biden and the deals that he was making over there. Money flowed. And as I said, it's got to go to Dada or, or, or to uh, uh, B, yeah, whatever they coded uh, Joe Biden as in a lot of the emails. And H was for, for Hunter. And so the Chinese know they have Biden by the you know what. And they will do everything they can to influence what's going on in Canada, Central America, the United States. Well, then what happens then? And Biden will appease, as well as Kamala. Will the troops, could the Chinese troops... You want to be owned by China? Yeah, you want to be owned by China? That's the question. Would they come in if Biden came into president? I mean... Well, no. Before that, let me say this. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, would the Chinese take it that far if Biden came in? I mean, I, I, I want to know how much at risk we are with Biden there. I know Biden's with the globalists. I know he's for the reset. He's, I know he's not for a sovereign state. I mean, as far as this 
you know, them going around. I, I, I'm really scared of having Biden here because he already said with the COVID measures, he likes these lockdowns. He likes the mass. He's an, he's just awful. But where how how in danger are we with all these Chinese troops everywhere with Biden coming in? It's a threat. We call it a threat. A threat. It's also the American people. If we have to, if Biden happens to get in office, we go that route. Things are happening. There'll be a civil war. Civil war. 80, 80 million people plus are supporting Trump right now. Most of them are gun owners. They're not going to allow any undue influence by a foreign country. We will throw Biden out at that time. And I hate to say it, but if we're facing a civil war, we've got to stand up and do it. I hope we don't have to. But that would occur because you cannot keep the American people down too long or knowing that they're being interfered with with a foreign entity and controlled by a foreign entity to any degree. And I live in Montana, and I can tell you we will not tolerate it out here. So now what should people do? I mean, people are... Uh, people don't even know what to think about all this stuff. They they know the election was stolen. They're seeing the media being completely taken over and lying to them daily. What should people do, A, to keep their sanity, and B, to help the situation? Well, they've got to be very vocal. They've got to stand up. Uh, they've got to stand up in these cities and say, we're not going to take it anymore uh, on the lockdowns of the restaurants. The, the uh, leaders within these communities have got to stand tall and not allow these uh, city councils like we have in, uh, say, Los Angeles. Uh, they've got to start standing up. But we have, uh, we have uh, garnered so many lambs in this country. And then look at the influence on our young students in colleges. I mean, thank God we have Charlie Kirk in Turning Point USA, who's on 225 campuses. I'm on their advisory board. But... Uh, I do see an awakening, though, Sarah, uh, with what's going on right now. I do see an awakening. And it's even going on in California and in New York. Um, so uh, there's hope. But like my good friend General McInerney said, hope is not a strategy. So you can have hope, but you've got to have a strategy to solve it. So that's anyhow, wise, uh, that's about all I have to today. Well, no, that's okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, and I really appreciate it. Well, it's been a pleasure. Maybe we can do it again. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a Merry Christmas. Okay, Sarah. Take care. Bye-bye.